0: Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening
1: to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast, fresh off of a Jake Paul Unanimous decision victory over Nate Diaz. We will talk about that. We will talk about the let's just say, for lack of a better word, disappointing uh, main event that was Corey Sandhagen and Rob Font. What a uh, what a real sad state of affairs that was. Uh, and we will just talk about everything that we need to that happened this past weekend. That's not SummerSlam, all right. I know all you people out there were dying for my <laughs> SummerSlam review. That's not going to happen right now, but. Uh, my name is Matt McSweeney. I'm joined by Ty Capone. Ty, how are you feeling after seeing Oppenheimer for the second time yesterday? Pretty
0: good. Pretty good. Testing my uh, ability to stay awake. There you go. But, listen, we got to see Florence Pugh naked. I think that's an uh, A-plus all around. Sounds but like no, a good day every
1: time that happens. Yeah,
0: but. I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, but, no, it was great. Um, and the fights that we just saw were, were not... And the ones coming up, I just we're not. But uh, 292 is it uh, in two weeks? I'm pumped for that shit. Um, I-, I don't know who to pick in the main event. Usually, whoever I pick loses. So I think it's safe to you know bet on Aljamain Sterling here because I think <laughs> I got Sean O'Malley. I think I got Sean O'Malley in this one. But uh, I can't wait for that entire card. I mean, we get Chris Weidman like 10 years off as a snapped leg. We know what to do there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad the Contender Series is back. Week one was pretty bad, but we saw a fella named Tom Nolan, big-ass lightweight, just put somebody to sleep. That was nice. I think he's already going to be on the, uh, whatever the next Australia card is. I think they already, like, penciled that in. Jesus. Um, Tracy Cortez's brother, not great. But, um, and then we're we're coming to the end of the Contender Series, which, uh, or Ultimate Fighter, which, now we're finally getting good fights. I mean, the fight last night, I don't know if you watched it, but that was just a fucking, I mean. Bloodbath. One-sided, but still, like, just absolute war. Um, that's that's the
1: Jason Knight there. I know, by the way. That's the Mississippi Knight <laughs> I know, who's just getting the piss beat out of him. That, yeah, the, Louisiana comes away with the
0: win, like they do in college football every year over Mississippi. So we're keeping traditions fresh. Uh, Kurt Holbalt looked awesome, especially for 36 years old. Honestly, he's looked at so, like the whole him, uh, show. Him and Austin Hubbard, I believe, right, is going to be the finale. Yeah. That's going to be nasty. That's going to be nasty. So 292 is going to be awesome. I think they're setting up pretty much every uh, pay per view every uh, for the rest of the year, honestly, to be something special. They're already trying to plan 295, 294 is coming together pretty well, I would say. Um, and 293, I kind of that's the Sydney card, right? I, I
1: can't. They made Strickland and Asana already, man. That's pretty. <sighs>
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a little underwhelming matchup yeah. wise, but I, but I think you know Carlos Holberg is probably going to smoke somebody, and uh, Justin Toffa is running it back with Austin Lane. That's going to be a rivalry. I'm sure Jamie Malarkey
1: will be out there.
0: <laughs> yeah. JB Malarkey will be somewhere out if there. If Junior Mike Taffa's
1: eye still in his in his head, then he'll he'll get in there. Uh,
0: <laughs> Mike Mike Matheta, if he wins this, he's going back for blood Diamond. But if he... <laughs> That's what they – they have him – they keep changing his name. Yeah, that's, that's dude. The, that's, that's the most crazy shit I've ever seen. So I guarantee if he beats this guy, he's going to be uh, back to Blood Diamond.
1: Some WWE shit. Every time you lose, just change your gimmick and go back to whatever it was yeah. before. And then you Also, get- I heard
0: SummerSlam was pretty good. Can you confirm? Hey,
1: I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I, had, I had a Dave, great time. Dave on was
0: show. hyping me up. I was like, that's going to be the worst thing all weekend. And uh, – I, I honestly
1: doubt it was. <laughs> no, it was It was definitely better than the Jake Paul card. I watched that. Um, I actually yeah, watched the was... Toronto fight too, but we'll get to all that on the second half. We're going to start here with <laughs> Sanhagen and Font. Not going to spend too much time on this uh, specific fight because it was kind of a snooze fest. It was really just a uh, you know grapple fest, not really uh, threatened for... Any sort of end of the fight, I mean, uh, it all makes sense afterwards with Sanhagen's uh, tricep being basically torn off the bone. And him, his nasty. elbow looked horrific uh, in the, the days after the fight, but that doesn't— re- I mean, I don't want to say that it doesn't matter, but as a uh, viewer, it just, I'd rather you have pulled out of the fight than have to— uh, I mean, had, had Umar stayed in this fight, he would have gotten killed then, I guess, if he only had one arm to compete with. But uh, Sanhagen showing that he's well-rounded— and, uh, you know, he can, he, he's long rangy. He can, th- he can throw hands. He can, he can grapple. He can wrestle. He can, there's a lot of different things he can do, but, uh, saw a lot of people pointing out that he just, sometimes I think Rob either got the got, reverse him or took him down at one point and he just kind of like gives his backup right away to kind of get up. And it just, uh, that's what kind of opens him up to getting finished in, in a minute by Aljamain and similar, you know, just mistakes that he's made in his, in his career, but, uh, we're not going to harp on that today. It's just this is more of a <laughs> Sanhagen domination and Rob Font kind of uh, just really. Uh, I don't want to shit on him too much, but he's, cause he because he kind of took this late, you know, late notice. But he's he really. I I I had much more hopes for Rob Font.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people did, but um, seven to seven. Sanhagen wasn't takedown. Just I mean, he almost had more takedowns than Rob. Font. Rob Font had significant strikes landed. Think about that for a second. Absolutely. He had more had more takedowns than Ricky Simone had. I think he might have had. Yeah, nobody's even come close to taking Rob Font down seven times. But the problem is, he's faced how, how many matchups has he had that kind of just stay on the feet? Adrian Yanez, uh Chito Vera, uh, Jose Aldo, um, Marice, Sergio Pettis, a Sun Sal, and even a Sun Sal took him down. Thomas Almeida, made it. Everybody he fights is what is, is just standing there pretty much, right? Pedro yeah. Munoz, Douglas Silva de Andrade, match like. Cody. John Leniker, all of them, every single fighter does that Rafa fights. So I think that was really smart by Corey. He said he didn't really want to stand there and strike with him. At least he admitted, like Rob, Corey Sanhagen gets a lot of shit, but he is he does not lie. To you. He's not somebody yeah. that's like you know what I almost finished Ralph Favre. Like there's fighters who say shit like that. And we're like, wait, what? Yeah, I love his honesty. I love his brutalness. And like he's like you know he's like I don't even know how this fucking this elbow injury happened. And you're looking at him, you're like, dude, what the fuck? Like that can't be good. Like his ligament. Something popped, and his elbow is just huge. Like something isn't right there. So I, I, I kind of want to give him a give him credit. I mean, I, I've always thought that he's kind of a I don't know his excited his his excitingness as a fighter was always a little bit overstated. I thought, um, like I thought he was fun and awesome and and everything. I mean, the, the fly knee over Frankie was kind of just like a layup, you know. So is the Marlon Mairice fight and two guys that were completely cooked, but um. I don't know, man. I, you know, Again, there's not really much to take out of this fight. Like I said, I mean, Rob yeah. Fonlin, it was 9 of 49, significant strikes landed. 25 total strikes.
1: 25. One minutes.
0: fight, one one total strike per minute. Yeah. Just, you know, brutal, brutal. Second round, he didn't land a, uh, a strike at all, a significant strike at all. and th- Same thing with round five. So um, what, what more can you say?
1: Yeah, and Sandhagen, like you said, I respect that at least, uh, that he's not a guy who, after the fight, like, uh, we've seen, like, Patty Pimlet and guys who really, it turns you off as a fan where you're like, dude, like, we just watched that fight. Like, he knows, he's like, ah, you know, I really didn't want it to go down like that, but I kind of had to, like... You know, you people will see. Like, they, I think they were booing him. He's like, "Yeah, like I'd probably yeah. boo me too." Like, you know, like that fight was probably boring as shit. It's funny because they'll
0: they'll boo anybody as long as if, if there's a stall against the cage. It could be Fedor and John Jones. They're booing you for if you're if you're yeah. against the cage hugging each other for like three seconds, five seconds. They're gonna start booing. It's just. Especially by the main event, they're all so you
1: know, and you know how that is w- when you are at the arena. I wouldn't like, take it
0: personal. I was never when I really got there.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: The, the one time I went, so I, dude, before the the first card of that Philly card started, there was a kid getting escorted out by his friends. He couldn't even stand. I'm like, bro, it's like
1: six. Yeah, dude, that's what I like, am saying. Like, it, it was that was Kevin an Hunter afternoon card. Hasn't even
0: taken the cage yet. Yeah, like, what are we doing?
1: Uh, so that's why I, I at least I will give the benefit of the doubt to Corey Sanhagen because he could have very easily, you know. Pulled out. of, I don't even know. I think he heard it. He said he heard it in the in the fight, but he could have, you know, I don't know, just w- withered away and kind of just not, you know, basically gotten beat up on the feet by Rob Font or kind of just been like, wow, like I can't even lift my left arm and shit could have yeah. not gone his way, but it, you know,
0: he did want to take what, yeah. it, what it took to win. You know, he persevered. Ten, ten and three in the UFC. That's, you know, no matter how you cut it, and like that's, you said, like damn good.
1: maybe his excitement factor has been overstated, and I think that's probably uh, a factor in this. But that's not really his fault, you know. It's just he he just fights the way he fights, and that's how other people perceive him as being exciting or or not. He just he's always going to be at that upper level of that one thirty five division. He's a uh, he's a problem for a lot of those guys, no matter who he's fighting. Even a, a you know potential future Aljamain Sterling battle, he still. Is not an e- you know even though the first fight was easy, I I don't see it happening like that exactly uh, again. So he's improved
0: so much since then, you know exactly. So, and Aljo's you know always getting surgery, so
1: and uh, I don't know if they Never updated know. the rankings or not, but uh, he's at four probably still, not. so probably not. But um. You know, you you could see him with anyone in that top five ten area. Uh, that, you know, he could even run back a Peter Yan fight if they really wanted to do that at some point. But it's kind of he's going to be out for a while anyway. He's got a surgery um, scheduled for a full tricep tear, I believe. So I wish him the best. Uh, Rob Font kind of just hangs out there. He's still in that top ten. It's just going to be a matchup situation with him. It depends on who they put him in there with. Uh, you know, preferably for him, someone who doesn't really grapple uh, that much. Uh, I'd like to see old, him though, 36. Yeah, exactly. So I'd like to see him somewhat in there. I don't know. I really don't know what you, I think he has to fight down now, uh, you know, in the rankings, I would say. So, I mean, Dominic Cruz is still just chilling there. So I don't know if that would be something fun, uh, somewhat of a, uh, not an easy matchup, but kind of, uh, guys on similar paths, you know, towards the later half of their career. You don't want to have these guys fighting Ricky Simones and Jonathan Martinez. And, you know, I mean, he did just Jimmy be up... again, yeah, like uh, you know, but Cody's caught.
0: See if you can knock him out this time.
1: What is Cody fighting at now? Is he still at thirty-five?
0: In Boston. Oh, yeah. uh, who's he fighting? I think so. He's uh, ba- is Bautista one twenty-five. I think Mario Bautista's a flyweight
1: no? Uh no, he's a thirty-five because uh, Sanhagen beat okay. him. Yeah, yeah. Sanhagen armbar him or something back in the day, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, good win for Sanhagen. Uh I'm excited to see, but it's really just a lot is going to have to depend on what happens in that. Uh, o'malley sterling fight because he could very easily be you know one of the first title defenses in in a, in a world where he's healthy i should say because we don't know how long he's going to be out but if he was healthy he could be the first guy to get a uh, a title shot off of you know it not being sterling you know in theory yeah. he probably gets a rematch uh, you know depending on how the fight goes unless he gets absolutely sparked but uh yeah so tatiana suarez how about that, man? Uh, 115, She she her last fight was at 125, right? She said, like, nah, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm going back down yeah. to 115, which is her original weight class. And she looked better this time than she did last time. Uh, you could tell, like, the ring rust was a little bit of a factor last time. She had to, you know, wade her way into the deeper waters, and then she kind of got that guillotine. This fight, I feel like she just looked good from the jump and was just, uh, you know, dom- like, just imposing her will on Jessica Andrade. And it's just... She's so big for 115, and she looked like she was in great shape. The wrestling was on point. She she looked great, man.
0: Yeah, how about that guillotine? I, I, I was kind of nervous because I think she had something in before that. I could be wrong. I thought she had another. No, maybe not. But I was like, man, if she's on the ground, she could. You never know. Like, yeah. uh, I still have some questions about her her striking defense or striking in general. Oh, yeah. but, um, I mean, she could probably be. I mean, how many different girl? Like, my dream matchup would be her and Aaron at 125, but uh, I think Tatiana's settling in nicely at 115 now, it looks like. If she has any weight problems, though, I I mean, I think you got to send her ass back to 125. I think that happened before to her, but I can't really remember correctly. So, like, where she at now? Fourth? I guess they moved her up six spots after that win, <clears throat> unless that's not updated, but... Yeah, she probably fights for the title sooner. If she fights Yan, that would be... I mean, now you give her any of these top five matchups and you really get to see uh, how great she can be, right? It's been talked about for so long. She's been through fucking a lot, too much. You know, she had cancer. She's had ACL surgeries. So this is her time, honestly. This is her time. How old is she? I think she's like 30-something, right?
1: Who, Tatiana? I, I believe she is third, She's 32. That's and, not yeah. bad.
0: That's not bad. She still has, you know, time to really refine her game, improve a little bit. She's got uh, one of the best in the world, and her boyfriend uh, is Apache Mix, right?
1: I think so. And it's amazing, bro, that she took what four years off with that whole neck and you know back injury, yeah. and she's still like in the you can argue in the prime of her career. So it's crazy. The sky is the limit. And had for cancer. Her. Yeah, like. <laughs> It's crazy. insane. It's insane. But she looked so good on Saturday night. And, uh, I mean, really, it's even. No, and No. You know, it's unfortunate with Jessica because she's just kind of there now. You know, she was the champ. She kind of, uh, you know, in a sense won in a fluky way, you know, and then she got beat right away. Uh, but she, and then she's kind of gone on a little bit of a real rough run here with you know blanchfield you know yan which she's no slouch you know she has definitely advanced her game in the, in recent years and then this tatiana suarez lost it's just she doesn't really have a weight class that she likes and wants to be at, at you know at a consistent basis uh, she bounces back and forth and you know she's not exactly is she well, how old is she she's getting she's only 31 she's one of those people that just yeah. seems like she's so old but she's just younger than tatiana which is unbelievable but uh yeah i don't know i really don't know what's next for her I, and i to to not be mean but i don't care you know it's just she's just yeah. there she's a filler on all these cards it seems but
0: yeah she's all be, she, she'll like beat some of these
1: mid, top 10 girls. mid-ranking girls yeah like the exactly yeah like a jennifer
0: um, maya or i don't even know if she'd beat macy Barber probably but lauren murphy i mean she'd beat the shit out of macy Laura lauren murphy <laughs> marina rodrigo like you know what i mean but she's not going to be like jan tatiana and we uh, were all top four in the respective weight classes so and she's right she's six in both so that pretty much shows you where she's at
1: they'll have to figure something out with carlos barza soon too because she's just uh <laughs> does she have a fight i don't think so uh but uh, she's just there she's number one in the ranking so it's like you know what do you what, you what do you do there uh and, and Wei <laughs> Lee, who's Wei Lee fighting lamos Lemos, yeah. When is that? Is that that's in the, Boston. that's Boston, right? That's an, I knew it was coming up. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, uh, that'll
0: provide some uh, some clarity there.
1: Well, that'll be exciting. That's an awesome fight, dude. That's just a great yeah. matchmaking sort of fun fire fight. Lemos
0: might might get her. I don't know.
1: She might. I mean, Lemos can get anybody. She's huge. But if I'm gonna, if my early prediction is that she gets taken down and just probably smashed, but uh yeah. we'll we'll get to that when we get to that, but. How about Dustin Jacoby? This is a guy I've been a fan of uh, since he came, kind of came back onto the UFC scene. Uh, but I'm obviously a big fan of Kennedy, and Kennedy just kind of got overwhelmed here. And uh, D- Dustin's a big guy, man. He throws hard. He throws clean shots. And he just he just caught Kennedy in. Uh, just a bad night for Mr. Njuku.
0: Yeah, man. Being a slow starter is, is really – I think we talked about it before. It's going to really fuck him one time. And, yeah, it did. Uh, it did here. I mean <laughs> – Who's the? What did you think of the stoppage? I wanna, I wanna ask. Why I thought Mr. it was
1: Gary a little was like, early on, but Mr. I mean, Gary Copeland. Yeah, absolute that absolute juice cake uh, calling that <laughs> fight a little bit early, but uh, I know, thought Kennedy
0: honestly is probably gonna get put the fuck to sleep. Yeah, like these I, I think shots, it's one of you know? those
1: where it's like I didn't think he was gonna bounce back. Like although it may have been yeah. early, you just saved that guy from uh, you know permanent damage maybe. So it's I think that that is a good stoppage, but. Uh, you know, you can't get hurt like that that early on, and and he wasn't really defending himself properly. Just a good win yeah. for Dustin Jacoby, man. He needed something like this, like a highlight reel sort of, on uh, not a huge card, but in front of the people, you know. He's coming off yeah, two frankly, losses that were really kind of quite like the Mirzakanov, He got beat, but it was just kind of a wrestle fest. Uh, the Khalil Roundtree was definitely a questionable one, uh, if I remember yeah. correctly. And it's not good to lose to Khalil Roundtree, but uh, <laughs> it, you know, he's
0: fighting this weekend.
1: Is he really? Cuz he's been
0: fucking forever. Who's he fighting? Uh, Chris Dawkins, I think.
1: Oh man! All right, let's get it going, <laughs> baby. Let's fucking go, Dude, We're doing that at two oh five. Are we doing that heavyweight? Yeah, we are. Oh we're doing yeah. Two
0: oh five.
1: So we lost some blubber, is what you're telling me for Chris Dawkins, But I'm not. Gonna well, Kyle was too- the
0: heavyweight, I believe, right?
1: No, Chris is the heavyweight.
0: Cr- okay. Chris is the oh, one man, getting yeah. put to sleep Chris... like
1: uh back to back, back to back, to well, back to back times.
0: Well, yeah, this is a two of five, so I believe the move down the light heavyweight, anyway, similar to Tanner Bozier, is uh, not gonna work in the long term. But unlike
1: Tanner Bozer, I don't know. Tanner Bozer like twenty now. seconds or yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. He put but a, anyway. Be, yeah. We're gonna get to that, but he put the beats on Alexa Camera. But uh, before we get to that, we gotta talk about Diego Lopez. Now, Diego Lopez came onto the UFC with a uh, big time not even not even a win, but just a performance against Mosar Ivilev, where he had Ivilev, like, in trouble a couple of times, and I thought he could have maybe gotten a card on that, uh, you know, on the decision, you know what I mean, like a split decision sort of thing, it was a really much closer fight than a a unanimous decision would have told you if you just read it and never thought about it, you thought, oh, he got dominated, not really, like, he was threatening a lot of submissions, he almost took Ivilev's ACL with him, like, Diego Lopez has some nasty, nasty submissions, and he—you saw his grappling acumen uh, on Saturday night. He dominated Mr. Tucker with that uh, just minute 38 triangle arm bar, where he just—he just, he just was wrapped that shit up, and he just had him however he wanted it. He was either going to choke you out with the arm bar, or I'm choke you out with the triangle, or break your fucking arm. And he, you know, he got the tap before any of that had to happen. And that was the win for Diego Lopez. Uh, I'd love to see who he, who they match him up or, with or who he fights next because uh, I'm firing that bet. I'm firing that sub or that inside the distance every time. He goes for it, man.
0: Sub here was the easy play. Yeah. Way to go. A lot of people were on Gavin Tucker, man. I, I was like, you know, he's 37. He hasn't fought in a couple years. I just, I don't know. Zero zero total strikes landed in this fight. How about that? Over for 10 combined, one takedown, three sub attempts. I mean,. Hey, quick work. I mean, the, the the transition, as soon as he had that, like you said, when he fought Evloev, it was on short notice, and he had that arm bar in round one, he had a Kamora in round three, he had a knee bar in round three, like, multiple times he had something in, and there was multiple times uh, Mozart Evloev's face was grimacing in pain, like, you know, he didn't he didn't escape that fight 100%, and when he fought Joe Anderson Brito on the contender series, he got an arm bar in the first round, he had a guillotine in the second round, um, and he lost, but he also got eye poked you know, to the skull in the third round. So, yeah. Two, two also tough guys to fight. Joe Anderson Brito's a fucking hammer. We've seen that. And, uh, yeah, man, Gav- Gavin Tucker just was like, he's, you know, good at everything, but, and he's a black belt, but just became a black belt. Diego Lopez is, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure he's Alexa Grasso's jujitsu coach. And you saw what she did to Valentina Shochenko, right? So, I think this guy, this kid's legit. He definitely looks to hurt you with his hands. He's just, he gets hit a lot. And I think he also slows down a little bit, especially standing up. So definitely something to work on, but um just another banger, I think, to prospect at featherweight,
1: honestly. Oh, yeah. He's gonna be a tough to get out of there no matter like 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 you just said, like Ivalev, he's no joke. He's absolutely the cream of the crop at forty five. He you know, whether he's ranked that high or not, he will be on that level. Soon. As well. Yeah, exactly. So it's you know, that's that's no uh, easy feat to be hanging around with guys like that. And he did more than hang around with Evalev. So uh, how about, dude, I had people that don't even really watch the UFC talking about Alexa Cameron getting uh, their, his face beat in. Like, they Tanner Boser put the beats on him, man. Bet. And I kind of – I didn't have real confidence in this, but this was the one I wanted to really play. Uh, our plays were on the uh, on- online this week since we didn't have a pod. We had a little – scheduling uh issue last week me personally i just I, something I, came yeah, up on friday i had to you know
0: i've, had, I've been having scheduling issues which is weird hey man well it, it,
1: ever, I, if so. someone wants to pay us to do this uh we could quit <laughs> our jobs and do this but you know Absolutely. We, got, we have to work so unfortunately <laughs> it's hard to schedule it around our jobs but uh yeah listen tanner boser he is uh a big big 205 uh guy and Alexa Kammer is really just you know, although they golden gloves, they like to say that multiple times when he's fighting. He's green though, dude. You know he's what six and three now. He's fighting a guy who's fought thirty one times. That's just a tough, tough night out. And uh, you know, it, it just kind of it showed it uh, throughout the throughout the fight. It was just really a dominant performance by Tanner Boser.
0: Yeah, man. Over two and a half was minus one forty. Easy. Yeah, that's work. right. You catch I that this out. this was uh, going to decision. Yeah, Alexa Kammer, I feel like, had a lot of opportunities. He just wasn't – he didn't throw his right hand at all. I thought he had, like, a big right hook. Like, that was a thing he could use. He just uh, – I mean, he's, he's very green and, uh, you know, taking time off, he doesn't look like he's really improved much. So, I mean, you know, training with Stepe and uh, maybe that's not the best uh, training camp over there. I don't know. I, we'll see when John Jones makes for work of Mr. Stipe well, coming up. But, yeah, I mean –
1: yeah, no, sorry, not to cut you off, but I mean, there, it doesn't seem like the focus is really <laughs> on Alexa Camera over there. It seemed like we're really worried about the 40 year old I guess
0: not. Also, you know, Alexa Camera had, uh, I think, nerve damage or a degenerative nerve somewhere in one of his elbows. So uh, that's not good. Not good. No. Not good. Uh, also, coming up for this this weekend, we'll we'll talk about uh, one of the guys in the main event having a significant injury that happened recently that really gives you some cause for concern, but.
1: Yeah, didn't yeah. need a reason to fade him, but uh spoiler alert, guys, we're we're betting RDA this weekend more than likely. There yeah, we are. Uh, so to get get your picks in now if you want, but uh, yeah. we, we will have more on that on Friday. Uh how about Ludvik Klein? He uh he's usually on the fade list and I had Bahamondes in this, but he you know, he looked good.
0: Yeah, man, parlay buster. God damn yeah. it. I had fucking uh, I had Ludovic or Ignacio, I had Jake Hadley. Both both of them in multiple parlays, and they both fucked me. I was really upset, honestly, by both of their performances. Um, I thought Bahamanda's takedown defense had been getting better, but 3-5 for Klein. He you know, pretty much got him whenever he wanted. Also, Bahamanda's only landed 30% of his significant strikes, landed like 30% of his total strikes. He just didn't look that good, I, I think. I don't he know what it was. He gets hit so easily, too. He gets hit easily. It looks like some, some fights he has no cardio at all, and this fight he didn't look like he uh, conserved his energy very well. So I don't know, I mean, it's definitely a fight that's going to set him back. I mean, he started out slow, and then he had a decent second round. I think he won the second round, right? He didn't get taken down. I know he did. First round, he didn't take, I don't think he got uh, taken down necessarily, but he got controlled for almost half the round uh, in each round. So definitely something to work on. Again, he's still super young, so I guess that's he's got that going for him. But um, I don't know what his ceiling necessarily is, if you will.
1: Yeah, I just um – this is another one, you know, doesn't really do much for me in general. I thought this fight was kind of boring. It, it was, it was on, but it was kind of tuned out. So that's why I really, I truly don't have much to say about it. I just realized my Bahamonde spit was not going to hit, and I said, yeah. "All right, well, you know, that's good." You know, of course, the one time I bet him, he's going to get just fucking wrestle fucked, and it's, you know, he's not going to be able to even get close to not only not win the fight, but not even get close to an inside the distance. So nothing. Uh, Kyler Phillips. He looked good in his... Re- I believe this is return, right? When was the last time he fought? Uh, I think since he fought. He lost yeah, to... Yeah, uh, a year and a half ago. He, no, he won- He beat Marcelo Rojo. He did yeah, fight. Right. The, he get, fought-
0: the setup fight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course. They they had to get him bounced back after he lost to Paiva with a majority decision, which was... Uh, I remember... He's always
0: in close fights, man. I, yeah. Even this one was like... I think he won, and like he had that knockdown, and he outstruck yes. him, but right? even this fight got a little close. Like, Marcelo' was landing some good shots, like... You know, they were kind of going back and forth-ish. I won't say it was like a 2-to-1 ratio, but uh, he almost outstruck him 2-to-1-ish. Uh, Still, though, I mean, I don't know, man. He, he didn't
1: uh, look great, I'd say. He throws a lot of spinny shit. You
0: know, he, he has such a good, like, solid stand- striking game that, uh, you know, you feel like his percentages should be higher, only 38% in this fight. Um He did get a takedown, but he got taken down three times, Control, not controlled for long, but Still, he he loses moments. He loses minutes. Like he'll win two minutes, but then he'll lose the next minute and a half. So it's it, it's it's weird, man. They're both honestly solid. The thing with Martellis is just old. You know, if he was like five six years younger, I'd feel a lot much more confident. But uh, some of the recent knockouts, he got knocked down in this fight quick. He was able to survive, but Kyler Phillips, like you know, should have just let him up. Yeah. But Kyler Phillips' uh, fight IQ is, is very suspect, and it's really something that hasn't improved much. I know he's 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 like our age, so it's kind of crazy how young he still is. He's like what six and one in the UFC. Yep. So you know, but he, he had some layups before he fought Holly and pa, uh, Holly and Paiva, and then the song every fight up until Song Yudong, uh or past Song Yidong was has been very close. Even that Rojo fight, like uh, you know, he was he was winning and he finished him by went to the third round. So
1: that Holly and Paiva fight man. was like a. Uh... That was a wild fight, right? He like he was up, and he kind of like let him come back in it. I'm pretty sure was it was that? Yeah, like, I think he had him dead in the first
0: round. I believe. He, like, I bet on a out or actually, yeah, 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 I had him in the first round. He, he had him pretty much dead, and then he just got the second round. He was cooked. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, that's when Corey Sanhague fought uh, TJ. Um, I remember betting on him, and somehow after looking minus a thousand round one, he lost. So, like he's just a weird fighter to to get a grasp on like he hits you know he has really good striking, he does a lot of good things, but Fun IQ is just really just bad sometimes. I think his takedown defense is still like, you know, a work in progress, even yep. though he gets takedowns. Like he's just very athletic and I think that kinda carries him a lot, you know?
1: It does, but it's just like you said, the, you get to a certain level though in the UFC where there's other guys are just as athletic as you and you yeah, run into a guy Bayley. Yeah. You run into a guy who has just the same sort of athletic skill as you comes down to your technique and your IQ, which you mentioned is sometimes a problem with him, where he just gives minutes away, gives rounds away, and it lends itself to you know become a problem. So, if only
0: Barcelos wasn't fifty-seven years old, you know. Yeah, that
1: and you know he doesn't really take a shot well. He got cracked early on in this fight, and it kind of set him back for the rest of the night. But uh, I like to see Kyler Phillips get in there uh, again pretty soon. You know, like I don't want to see another. Long layoff. I know he had a little bit of a situation going on with this last time, but give him Cody. Give him Cody. Give him somebody. I mean, anybody. Honestly, I'd just like to see him get more reps in there and just kind of not take this time off. And then we're, we're talking about his IQ again. You know, like the only way you raise your <laughs> IQ in these fights is you fight more and you get more chances at it, and you you know you continually get better. That's still only thirteen fights. Honestly, I exactly, feel like he's been around like,
0: for forever. But you know, he's still still pretty young, and I don't think he had a long regional career so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't see why he couldn't become, you know, um, I don't know. I don't want to say a Sean O'Malley ceiling. I think Sean O'Malley definitely has some more gifts, but yeah, a little bit a lesser in, in version that of him, Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, how about Carsten Harris pulling off the Anaconda choke after Nasty. being in 70 submissions for the first two rounds? <sighs> uh, he put Jeremiah Wells to sleep. That This really hurt because I had Wells' submission plus like 700, dude. I thought this was <sighs> a fucking lock. Not, not that I didn't, not not going into it, but like it was when the fight was happening. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like he had a couple of Darces locked in. He almost had a guillotine. Like he had a couple of these chokes and he just kind of couldn't get them, man. Carlson Harris kept fighting his way out of them and respect to Carlson Harris. He never gave up. He never quit in this one. And he, you know, eventually persevered, got that Anaconda choke in that third round. And, uh, he had to go through the fire to get this one. So it's a good win for him.
0: Yeah, man. He, uh, he was doing really well, and then he made one critical mistake. He forgot that Carlson Harris has some of the best front chokes in the UFC. Yeah, like in total, like you know when he was, he, he's been Darston and Anaconda peopleing. It's pretty much his whole career. It's like what he does. Uh, I know they weren't good fighters, but Christian Aguilera, he, I remember he Anaconda him, and that was I, that guy couldn't get. It. There was nothing he could do. He was he was in that bitch, and he was going to die. That's pretty much what yeah. it was. Like this guy has a nasty grip. He has he has such long arms and such a long body that it's kind of hard to, like, get out of it. Like, if he, you know, if he has it in tight enough, you're done. You're you're just done. You're just done. Especially in the third round when you're tired, when you're, you know, just, man, he just dove into it. It looked like uh, he forgot all about, all about what he was doing. I mean, he had that fight one, I thought. Um, But, yeah, almost like nine and a half minutes of control and still lost, Definitely yeah. a fucking gut punch. They're both old, both thirty six, I think, maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, big win for Mozambique
1: Jeremiah Wells has some Great nasty, awesome. like grappling and submissions and stuff. It just really, you know, uh, this is a big, it's not time. fully refined. No, it's I don't not. Think. It's not. It obviously isn't because uh, he had him in some vicarious positions and uh, uh, it just didn't. I just to get it. Yeah. Uh, really, precarious was the word I was looking for, by the way. That just like struck that into my head. Yeah, I was like, "Gosh," oh, I said vicarious, <laughs> but it's definitely precarious. So, uh, Same thing. Got to cl- correct myself there. How about Billy Q with a unanimous decision victory over Damon Jackson? I saw some people online saying that Damon Jackson should have won this fight or that, you know, what it was a robbery far? or something. Like, it was a close fight, but I thought Billy Q did enough to win this. And I don't think.
0: Two and three, I thought were easy. Like, round one, I thought. Maybe he, like, I, th- I thought he did lose, but yeah. Uh, I mean, dude, two and three, he almost like qu- tripled him up.
1: Yeah, that's what I, and I so, saw people like him having to like tweet out like fucking pictures of the strikes and all. I'm like, I, I don't yeah. like when fighters do that. Just take your, I, I, <laughs> I, I get like when people are Me just either. tweeting you nonstop, like, hey, you fucking robbed them. You're like, wait, dude, what are you talking about, bro? Like,
0: yeah, and that was not even like, I don't even know how you could come that, to that conclusion, honestly.
1: Yeah, that's because there's a lot of people that watch this shit who just bet on it and they're like, ah, oh, well, he took him down or he leaned him up against a fence. It's like, dude. And I get some people really just don't know what the judges are supposed to be looking at because not only Honestly, do we not like know, a the lot judges lot of don't, don't. don't.
0: Dominic Cruz doesn't, or no. Daniel Cormier doesn't. Michael, Bis- Michael Bisping had a. Br- I didn't hear much. Like, there was a lot of this I didn't listen to fully, and I you know have to go back and, and rewatch some moments of some of these fights. Um, but Michael Bisping is brutal. He is brutal. I think he might be the worst one.
1: Yeah, put him on the desk. Put him on the desk, man. It's uh, Put him
0: out for uh, Chael Sonnen. Boom.
1: Yeah, how about Chael showing up to it, it, for the uh, stare-off between uh, Jake Paul and Mockin? <laughs> I was like, what Jake the hell is he, he doing? Is, yeah, like, like, he just pops
0: up randomly. I'm like, oh, okay. Chael's yeah, here now. Yeah. It's a party.
1: Uh, how about Cody Durden? With a, uh, you talked about this, a unanimous decision victory over Jake Hadley. You were very disappointed in Jake Hadley's sort of performance. Uh, Cody Durden just did what he does usually, just – Dominant wrestling, you know. Anytime you see that uh, USA wrestling tattoo on a guy, you're you you should be a little <laughs> concerned as to how this one's going to go. And you see that on Cody Darden. Cody Darden brings this kind of fight every single time he fights. And uh, I guess it's time for me to stop uh, fading him. Yeah, he does it every pretty- single time, and he's dominating <laughs> people.
0: He's done uh, really well. It's four in a row now since he lost to McAvoy, and again, you know, the lost nothing wrong with that. The Jimmy Flick. Flying arm triangle, Free. whatever that was. That was just a lucky. I mean, he, yeah. was, he was beating him. It's basically like getting
1: caught in a fucking, you know, by a punch. Like, that was the craziest yeah. thing I ever seen.
0: And he had a draw with Chris Gutierrez, who I feel like is a lot bigger than him, even though he might not be. Like, you know, that was way back in the day. He's looked a lot better, man. I mean, you know, the Charles Johnson fight, I think that surprised a lot of people. Not me. I thought he was going to beat him. I didn't think he was a team that a lot of times, though. Uh, the Carlos Mota fight, I think a lot of people gave him shit because he didn't finish a guy that he's much better than. And obviously. Uh, the JP Bays fight, Whew, poor guy. I mean, he's yeah. he's got a, he's, he's got a fight this weekend. That I don't think it's going to go his way either. So that should be. Uh, he's taking some l's lately. How about that?
1: Shout out to Cheyenne Velasquez who has uh, <laughs> really sent him down into the into a turn uh, into a tailspin. I would say. <laughs> but he's looking for his
0: revenge. He said, I'll, "I will be there no matter what." When Cheyenne Velismus gets head kicked knocked out, so <laughs> it could happen. Um, he said he'll be there no matter what. That's what he told me. But yeah, uh, gets this win over a guy that. I thought Jake Hadley had all his bases covered in this fight. I thought he was going to – if it stayed standing, he was going to outstrike him easily. I thought if it went into the later rounds, he was going to have much more in the gas tank. I think – I thought if it went to the ground, he'd be able to catch him in a triangle or an armbar. But he died, and it did not – work. it didn't come close ever. No. Um, so it's, it sucks to not- – <laughs> we talk about this all the time. It sucks to have – had so much confidence in a guy co- coming into a fight – and then after the fight, he tweets, "Hey guys, I'm sorry, I almost died making weight this fight." Uh, so that that hey, was the like, greatest bro, thing to are hear. Are you
1: fucking kidding? Like I, word for
0: word for words he almost died.
1: So <sighs> yeah, you feel like such a douchebag after you bet that, and then you watch the <laughs> fight, and then you see that tweet. You're like, all right, so he. I'm never. I don't care who he's. <laughs> I don't care if he's fighting fucking Barney, you know, or or if I one of the Teletubbies. I'm not betting him. It's not happening. So Hadley yeah, on the not, DMB, uh, you know. <laughs>
0: I don't I don't want to put him there. I don't want to put him on the one year D M B list. Uh after he smoked Malcolm Gordon in a minute and I was like, Oh fuck yeah, my inside the distance hit quicker than I thought and he triangled got Carlos Candelario looked great in that fight, broke him down. Um but I think Cody Dern's a little underrated, honestly. And I think maybe Jackley yeah. was a little overrated. Uh, I don't want to make too much of a fight where a guy almost died making weight, but that's the game and you know, hopefully he can just bounce back better. Hopefully he doesn't die anymore. Keep that uh keep that to a minimum. Because I do think he has some potential. He's 27, 26. Uh, yeah, I don't love his nickname, but some things to work on for Jake Hadley for sure. Um, you always know those those Brits come with a little too much hype.
1: Well, we um, need to get that weight in check. That's a big thing. Yeah. No, seriously. like us <laughs> try that. I Move up, honestly.
0: He's kind of big for flyweight.
1: He is, but I mean, I don't know. Like The wrestling was a little bit of a problem here too. It just you know, I get Cody Durden, that's his thing, but he was getting taken down a few times that he just shouldn't. Uh, I don't know. It's. Do you think he would have bit
0: beat Tajir if they would have fought? Mr. Ullanbekov,
1: um,
0: three Russians pulled out of this card, by the
1: way. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Ulan is that good, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, it definitely could have played out similarly. I guess if he was going to die on the scale anyway, then it would have. <laughs> it would have played out the same way, right? I mean, I mean you know. Who knows? Who, who right? knows? Yeah. So. How about Sean Woodson, who had, like, seven different opponents uh, going into this yeah. one? <laughs> that was, Steve, a, shout out to Steve that was Garcia, crazy. Jesse Butler, Marion Santos. Now he finally got Dennis Buz- uh, Buz- Bukaki. Bukaki. Uh, yeah. Buz- <laughs> how do you say that guy's name? Buzak. Bazooka? Bazooka. Bazooka? All right, yeah, that's probably not it either, but yeah, uh, close not. enough. But uh, unanimous decision <laughs> victory. Uh, he just – Woodson always kind of fights like this. He – He's really gonna have to get lucky to get these finishes. I have to stop betting him inside the distance. You texted me that uh, during Saturday night, like, yeah, the decision was a lock here. It's like, yeah, it. it like looking back, of course it was. He kept oh, trying to grapple it. with him, though.
0: That I mean, that's the thing. Sean Woodson's like, what do we say? Not very smart. Yeah. Also, isn't he the is he the guy that twerks?
1: No, that is uh, that's Jordan Levitt.
0: <laughs> that's right. Both <laughs> light skinned, of yeah. Both tall, skinny, light skinned. Okay, with awkward body builds. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, he has a pretty good strike. I like his, like, I like his boxing a little bit, but, like, I, he just he, he hasn't finished really. Any, I know he finished Colin Anglin, but, I mean, let's be real about Colin Anglin, you know? Um, he had a draw with Saldana. He had a split with Usas a lot. So, like, I, I've never really known about him. He couldn't finish Bokniak. Uh, the McKinney flying knee, I think that just says more about what Terrence McKinney is after the first round, you know? But, um, yeah, I don't want to say I was too surprised, but I didn't think this Dennis guy.
1: He should have uh, finished, man.
0: Think, I don't think he's that good. Uh, he he lost what? But on, he had two contender series fights, and they both sucked. I mean, he got you know beat easily by Melsic. There was nothing wrong with that. And then he lost. Uh, he beat that guy, uh, Calio Romero, and that fight sucked. I remember that. I was like, damn, they're they're just they feel bad. They didn't even give him a contract. They gave him three layups <clears throat> on the regional scene, and he he finished two of them. And then they're like, fuck, we uh, we've had fifteen pullouts in this one fight. Do you want to step up? Yeah. Apparently. He lost 25 pounds in three days. That's what I think John Attic or some fighter tweeted. So, I mean, shout out to him. But yeah, he didn't win this fight. Uh, he's definitely another chance. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, I don't think he's the worst. He's only 25. I didn't realize he was that. No,
1: he's not horrible. It's just, you know.
0: He trains with Longo and Wyman and May. What happened to Matt Sarah?
1: <laughs> uh, you y- yeah, you would really. We kind of have talked about this. We, you don't really see a lot of Matt Sarah. And, you know, he, what's his name? Sterling took him out of the corner, basically. Uh, I don't um, know what the beef is going on there. I don't. I don't know if he just kind of stepped away from being.
0: Anytime there's two guys in charge like Jackson Wink, you always knew that I was going to go downhill. So
1: well, there's always like some people who like the one guy more or one guy who yep. wants to be more in control. It's just you know it's tough doing a. Uh, I'm guessing to Wadman's a good
0: coach. I, I, I would venture to say.
1: I would say so too. So. He seems like that kind of guy, but you know what do we know? I've never uh, I've never had him coach me uh, in a fight, so I guess yeah, who knows? But. Um, how about Asu? Asu Amabayev taking out Odie Osborne with a rear naked choke uh, mid, pretty much midway through this fight, uh, 8-11 into the uh, second round, or two, 3-11 into the second round, but 8-11 into the fight. Uh, Amabaev was making his UFC debut. It's always good to get another gentleman from Kazakhstan in there. And, Very nice. um, yeah, and he he looked dominant in this and this kind of He's an ass he's good, dude. He is good. He he was I like this guy. He's a beast, he's a little fucking tank, and he just you know, he's gonna be tough to like if Almabayev would have fought Hadley, he'd have beat the shit out of him. He would have just fucking wrestle fucked him <laughs> and just done the exact same thing, I, I I would assume. So I'd like to see this guy fight again.
0: Yeah, he's a little small, so I think that might limit him. He's like five four, sixty five inch reach. Yeah. Um I'm trying to find out what his nickname means.
1: Yeah, what is that? The, uh, the spine splitter. Are you serious?
0: It's zulfa, zulfakar, and like, apparently there's a zulfakar is a sword. Yeah, I'm not sure. It sounds kind of scary. Watching his regional scene, like it seemed like he fought like good fighters, you know, uh, before he got to the UFC. That's something you don't see like much ever from somebody from Kazakhstan, right? Um, or anybody, just any a lot of part of that world. A lot of guys. I mean, he fought Jerome Beckoff way back in the day. He lost, but like to fight him that long ago, you know, you had to have learned learned a lot. And even some of the guys he fought, he fought Brave CF a lot. Guys over there aren't that bad at all. He fought a guy named Zach Makovsky. He was in the UFC, I believe, and a while ago for sure. But I think like twenty, like twenty thirteen, maybe. Jesus, yeah, yeah. He fought Formiga, Tim. He beat Tim Elliott, so you know, it was a pretty good, pretty decent opponent. I know he was forty, but pretty decent opponent for him to fight before getting to the UFC and yeah he looked just way way better than Ode Osborne he was plus 300 to win by sub cash that ticket out turn me up uh Ode Osborne I think we he is what we what, what he is right he, he can he can probably he style was on who some,
1: he was Shout
0: style on right. some some uh, lower guys that aren't that good like uh you know, Adeshev, for instance uh Jerome Rivera CJ vergara these are his wins so He's just a low low level striker. I think that he, he, you can knock him out. You can choke him out. You can you know his, his holes are pretty. Uh, oh, pretty his wild. holes are
1: open. His holes are open, brother. Uh, how about Tatiana Suarez getting fifty thousand for performance of the night? Dustin Jacoby getting fifty thousand. Uh, Diego Lopez getting fifty thousand. Carlson Harris getting fifty thousand. Almabayev getting fifty thousand. I mean, That's amazing. Yeah, Dana was feeling real fucking generous this week. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how. They gave the the shittiest uh, fights, like fight of the night, and then they gave one other bonus out, and that's it. Like yeah. they were giving money out, like fucking the Monopoly Man this weekend. But <laughs> um, shout out to those guys. I'll never hate on some of these guys getting some money, and uh, you know.
0: Yeah, there was no fight of the night for sure, but I'm glad they did give out five performance bonuses because they were all good. So.
1: How about the problem child? Were, were you tuned in? Were you locked I, in on this one? I
0: wasn't locked in, but I was tuned in. Um. I will say it wasn't that bad. Um, I just i i've have always been my whole life. I've always been a Nate Diaz hater. I've just i yeah, i just never really cared about the guy. Like he, only, he he doesn't even give it his all. Like how could you love somebody so much that like doesn't try for half his career? First three rounds he did nothing. Fourth round he's you're like yo what the fuck? Like Nate Diaz looks good in the fourth round, and then stop giving a fuck again. Like. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Jake Paul looked good in later rounds. I think his cardio looks better than it did. Like, I think he might be making some slight adjustments and, and and improvements. It's just very minor, in my opinion. It's not somebody I can really say, yeah. In six years, I could see him boxing actual boxers that are you know not great, but maybe one that's once upon a time they fought for a WBO cruiserweight championship. I, I don't. I, I just I really doubt it. I think he, what he should do is this: fight Nate Diaz, fight Ben Askren again. Why not? If he's going to go in the MMA, that's a lot of respect I'd have to give him because so many people, like so many people, have so much like unwarranted criticism for him. I get not liking him; that's that's fine. I get not thinking he's that good; that's also fine. But like to be like, oh my god, he doesn't he doesn't fight he doesn't fight real boxers. Like he's not a real boxer. Why why would you why would you expect him to fight Canelo Alvarez? You know what I mean? Like why would you expect him to fight some of these other guys? He just fought Tommy Fury and lost to him, and that guy's you know. And it was close. Not a, it was. It was very close. And he, that guy's not a legit boxer, but he, you know, he has a seven and zero pro record or whatever it is. He's, you know, the, related to Tyson Fury. He's been training his whole entire life. Like that's not that much of a layup. I think he's just kind of a, you know, off. He, he's just not Tyson Fury. But um, yeah, I, I, I think Jake should probably, you know, continue to do this. Logan Paul's fighting Dilla Dennis next. That's gonna be awesome. Who cares?
1: We, right, I mean, you get the.
0: We get to see Dylan get sl- gets absolutely walked over. Because I remember he made his Bellator debut and he was getting beat up by this guy who was like 0 2. Yeah, he got beat like, up by a garbage this- man.
1: And you're like, oh, boy. And then he took him down. Yeah. And he got taken down at a, at a fucking Seaside Heights bar out out, out in the streets <laughs> and was a rear naked choke to end the choked into submission. So uh, let's just say the stock on Dylan has gone down big time since his days hanging out with Connor.
0: Yeah. Um,. Yeah, I think Jake should probably keep, I don't know, you know, KSI, I would like to see him fight KSI. KSI is kind of a joke. He fights wild, like swings wildly, but he has the power, and he's somebody that trains a lot, and it's like a big name, I guess. I still don't really know who he is. I'm not in, in tune. I don't have my finger on the FIFA pulse uh, on Twitch, because I think that's how he got famous. But, yeah, I don't know. Didn't, also, didn't Jake Paul beat the shit out of his brother, KSI's brother? Did that happen? I Am I thinking of somebody
1: else? Thanks.
0: So. Or maybe Logan Paul beat his brother?
1: Something like that. He has that. a brother. Yeah. And he
0: boxes too. Everybody's boxing. So um, I
1: mean, a lot of this I don't care about. Let me just uh, say that ahead of time. Uh, I, it's just, you know, it, it's something that was on. I had to watch it, so I watched it. You know, like, I, I you're not going to hold a gun yeah. to my head. Like, it, it was perfect timing. It was right after the Sanhagen fight. It was after, like, uh, you know, I, I, as I said before, I was watching SummerSlam. It was after SummerSlam. could lock in on this. Uh, you know, like you said, Nate Diaz, he, Nate Diaz puts a show on, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, like like Nick, he leaves you like, what, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, why aren't you Diaz laid
0: down when he fought Anderson Silva after getting absolutely thoroughly dominated. And everyone's like, this is so cool. He's so cool. Like, no, dude, that's, he's a joke. He's a loser. He's losing. And he puts on a show to kind of distract from his awful performance, just like Nate. And he landed eight jabs in this entire fight. He's supposed no. to be this guy that has this great boxing. He's just—he's just old and gets hit a lot. He's a great boxer. My ass. He was never a great boxer. No. He, he could throw so He won two Connor when Connor was cooked, and he won two Leon Edwards when Leon Edwards was really tired. Uh, they were both really tired. He, he landed two nice one twos in his career, and people want to say he's this amazing boxer. And then Jake Paul completely outclasses him pretty much in almost every round. He won like one or two
1: rounds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like you said, that fourth so, round and the first round in the late end, where he kind of, maybe the seventh or the eighth, where he, it was like, yeah. oh, like Jake Paul's gassing. And then Jake came out the next round and, like, dominated him. So We're you're like, good, oh, okay, yeah. that's, For, that's done.
0: Everyone thought after the first round he was going to just let Jake blow his load and then he was going to come back strong. You know, it's always if there was another round or if there was, you know, if there was no time clock, if there's no, uh, time at all uh, Nate's going to win like yeah no shit but that's not really how this is, this is not the gladiator days and I so, think, um,
1: was it Sean Porter that was the, one of the announcers on this I'm not sure I, I if I'm it was sure I, think, I think I think it was but um he said something like yeah like I've heard that uh Nate Diaz is the king of winning the like moral victory and I was like that's exactly yeah, the truth because he like he puts those, like, little moments together, and I mean, we're not even having talked about the fact that Nate Diaz almost ended up like Bernard Hopkins in the middle of this fight and almost went through to, oh, he's out the ring! Like, he he got he got hit pretty hard,
0: dude, and he... First round was, you know, it was looking rough.
1: Yeah, I thought it was over pretty quick, and, and you know, Nate obviously did that thing where he just continually kept walking forward, and Jake was fighting backwards, you know, he... He does win those kind of moral victories in that sense where it's like, oh, he was trying to chase him down. He was whatever, but, uh, you know, and then he tried to lock the guillotine in there with, uh, like, 20 seconds off in the fight. That funny, funny. That was funny, but, it's was like, funny, but it's, exactly. It's just, that's, that's it's what he does. Freak show shit. He's perfect <laughs> for this, though. He's perfect. He's joining the freak show, and that's what, that's what I said. He's
0: coming back to the UFC, so that should be fun.
1: Yeah, to fight who? Connor? That's pretty much it. Like that that's man, the yeah. only person that any of us want to see him fight. He, he, he and him and his brother always want to fight the best. Nick saying he's gonna fight one of these guys. It's like guys, yeah, I would love you that. had a great run. There's no, there's Nicky nothing Canola. wrong with it. Like Nick had some great moments in Strike Force. Not so much I mean, he had his moments in the UFC, but strike force is mainly those Paul Daly fights and like that they, they had their moments, man, but like I I encourage them. I know the money's big, but try not to get involved in these freak shows, man. That's just. I mean, listen.
0: I guess if you want to get paid, right, Donald? You know, what if somebody offers Cowboy or Robbie Lawler twenty-five or fifteen or twenty million? like, Yeah, I wasn't making that in the UFC. You know what I mean? But I, you know, I don't
1: blame I don't, them. But it's just you have to know what you're getting this, into. This whole card was just
0: full of mismatches. That's literally what it was. Everybody got dominated. Like Serrano did you beat watch, the shit so out
1: of Heather Hardy. Yeah, I watched she that. She beat
0: the brakes off of Heather Hardy. I mean, jeez. Didn't did they fight before, and it was like a good fight, like a while ago, a couple years ago? I know they have fought uh,
1: before, I think. Either way,
0: this one was yes. one-sided. Heather Greg Hardy got absolutely smoked. Um, at least she went the distance, right? Um she also fought MMA. She lost to a three and five chick. So there's that.
1: I remember that. Uh, um,
0: and she also lost Christina Williams. That name sounds very familiar. Oh I mean, yeah, she fought Catlin Souza on Invicta recently. Warhorse. But um, yeah, yeah, I remember she fought somebody else. But either way, uh, yeah, I mean Jeremy Stevens. You know, maybe this is just isn't it. it this isn't a thing for him. I think is
1: she fought a lady named Alice Uger. Her nickname was the Soccer Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man at least she's at least she knows
0: right yeah yeah at least lean at, into at it.
1: Least,
0: yeah lean into those punches uh Chris Avila beat Jeremy Stevens quite easily Ashton Sylvie I mean he, he treated Mr. William Silva like nothing uh hit him with a bunch of body shots Ashton Sylvie's nice I don't know if you watch any of that fight um he's gonna be really good I think H2L is his nickname uh, he's, only like, he's only like 19 he's 10 and 0 as a pro so uh, definitely going to be one of those guys that gets slow played until he's like 75 and yeah. out. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know. He's fighting, you know. Uh, William Silva, I don't think was very good, but he was 35, uh, just a bit older. He fought, I think, Felix Verdejo, who is now going to prison for murdering his wife. Uh, he fought him about seven years ago. Teofimo, he fought him. So, you know, he's fought some decent guys. He's just on the end of his career. But, you know, nothing wrong with giving a, a 19-year-old – Somebody that's like thirty six and washed up, but yeah. Uh, was there anybody else on this card that that we knew?
1: Not really. Knew uh, C.J. Okay. Hamilton took the L, which we talked about, of course. Uh, be- yeah, before. Figure uh, that was happening. Yeah, that's that was about the most predictable thing <laughs> that was going down this weekend. But that was the uh, the scene from this weekend. It was a lot of a lot of filth. It really was. But we just spent fifty three minutes talking about filth. Uh, we're gonna have a whole show coming up this weekend. We have a couple of events that we will be, you know, discussing. There is uh, Bellator. Uh, fucking Robert Hellenius is getting back in there after he got fucking sent to the the sixth dimension, the net, the <laughs> netherworld uh, by Deontay Wilder, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he took a nice nap. Yeah, uh, I think he got this back in there have- actually. Since then, wow, I didn't even see that he fought. So he's fighting Joshua. Wait, is that real? Did he fight last weekend? No, that's not... That can't be real. Wait, who? <laughs> who? They're saying Hellenius, Hellenius? fought last weekend?
0: Um, I don't... No, I, I thought he fought recently. Yeah, he... Uh, let's see.
1: <laughs> In Finland?
0: Well, he's, that's where he's from.
1: Yeah. Is that real? So, that can't uh, be real. I, I'm looking at the yeah, whole poster and everything. Yeah, like, yeah, I, it looks like he... <laughs>
0: Oh my god, he fought and it looks like (laughs) there's this picture, it looks like a brick wall is just, there's they fought in like an escape room. Oh, they fought in a 15th century medieval castle in Finland. And now he's fighting Anthony Josh with the O2 Arena. Yeah, like this weekend. How the (laughs) fuck, what is going on? He's fighting this weekend. I mean, if Anthony Joshua doesn't knock him out, we need to we need to stop mixing his training partners. Like he's, he's now he's, he's got been. Derek James, Errol Spence, Ryan Garcia. These are the guys he's sparring and training with every day. Yeah, and he's learning sparring from. With
1: midgets compared to him, dude. Like that. Let's, well, now we wonder why he's getting bullied. I mean, him. I don't know. If he's
0: sparring with that. Robert Hellenius is. If if nothing else, he's a big boy. He's like six seven. But um, yeah, his his chin is pretty much dust these days. So I think. I think Anthony Joshua's would probably probably beat. I mean, you know, Eddie Hearns out here saying Joshua's taking an astounding financial hit to fight Hellenius instead of Dillian White. I'll say Dillian White also taking a nice financial hit. Probably never going to fight again, considering he tested positive for like 15 different things
1: on the juice. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, he's on
0: some of the juice. Um, Derek Chisora and Gerald Washington are like the, the 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 main card of this fight, and that makes me really sad. That makes me really sad. Uh, they're both like 47. Gerald Washington is just, uh, he's like a relic at this point. But at least they're fighting each other, you know? At least they're not fighting, like, you know, <laughs> Joshua.
1: What about... Uh, uh, Campbell, sorry. Ricky Hatton's son is
0: also in this card.
1: No, I was going to say, what about Emmanuel uh, Navarrete getting in there? Oh, right Valdez
0: this weekend is going to be nasty. It's in Glendale. Kind of going under the radar. Ray Murphal on the co-main. Uh, oh, dude, this is going to be really good. Uh is so fun to watch. I mean, he throws so many goddamn strikes. I feel like the official counter truly can't keep up. Um, like whoever does that job, salute. Um, he's fighting Mister Oscar Valdez. Oscar Valdez is awesome, awesome. I am um, trying to bring up odds and a bunch of different th- things, but I can't. It appears my uh, laptop is also a relic.
1: And you think so. it, like like Oscar Valdez lost to Shakur Stevenson? And Navarrete. And the, he it.
0: went the distance. He he also knocked out Miguel Burchell in one of the biggest upsets of 2021. Uh, I remember I, had, I Burchell. I was feeling Burchell for so long. He got fucked. Right at the end of the 10th round, he got fucking smoked. And when I, when that happened, I was like, whoa. Like, and, and you have Navarrete. I mean, you know, what he did to Joe Gonzalez was just easy work. He hasn't really fought. The problem with him, he hasn't really been able to get anybody to fight. That's, uh, you know, any good, I guess you'd say. Um but he's gonna have a good fight this
1: weekend.
0: I'm trying to figure out who he
1: lost to. I don't know if it was um, uh, Salito. Yeah, I don't I, think it I was find it on here. But uh, we got a big UFC card this weekend, though. Too. I mean, not not like a big in like names, but there's a uh, lot Jamie of fights on the main card. Yeah, Ooh. Cub Swanson. I thought he was retiring, but I guess he's getting in there <laughs> against Dawadu. Uh Like you said, Chris Dawkins, Khalil Roundtree, Pollyanna Viana, and uh, Yasmin Lucin- Lucindo. Um. Oh boy, Tefan and Shuquis getting back in there. The Don. So I guess
0: Navarrete lost to Daniel Argeta. I'm not sure if that's the same UFC I Daniel Argeta. But that Daniel Argeta uh, or uh, Navarrete got the belt, some kind of random belt or a tournament. He was named the champion because Mr. Argeta did not show up to the weigh in. So
1: Marcus McGee.
0: Yeah, my boy, JP Mallion, do you, think keep, you think he's
1: gonna? You think he's gonna I mean, JP
0: JP's, is is just gonna keep taking out. Wow, Terrence McKinney's get back in there again. Is that <laughs> real? They they said we got Mike Breeden for you, he's like, all right, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah I'm I mean, ready. I'm I ready. Need, I'm ready. Yeah, I need to get a win.
1: <laughs> Francis Marshall, <laughs> yeah, should... the fire marshal, uh, took that L yeah, against, against goal he... the Midwest
0: Chopper baby. We have the Midwest Chopper coming up. I'm excited to see him finally make his debut.
1: Is uh. Is he gonna win? I guess. What well, you know? What? Let's save all this. We we can, uh, I'm gonna ask you all <laughs> your Juliana opinions Miller, on this, fight. You're, Juju. your future
0: champion. You said she's winning by the end of 2023. I compared
1: her to. I said. I actually said she was the female Muhammad Ali. But uh, I, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But uh, now I'm just kidding. In all seriousness, we will be back later on this week. Uh, either you know, we were gonna have a, a show released on Friday at some point. So I hope you all listen to it and enjoy it. And Absolutely. We will be back. At that time, this is the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. And, ladies and gentlemen, as always,
0: RIP Little Tay.